The New Zealand government has allocated over $190 million in its 2022 wellbeing budget to policies and programmes that will directly benefit Pacific peoples. This includes $76 million New Zealand dollars in operating funding for Pacific Health Services and $47 million in operating funding has been also announced for Pacific Education and Employment Initiatives. Joining me is the Minister for Pacific Peoples, Aupito William Seal. Talon Falava and welcome back on Pacific Waves, Minister. So, first of all, the overall perception we've got from people in the Pacific community that we've been speaking to in the lead-up to the budget is that they're tired of band-aid gestures and they want long-term solutions. In this budget, are there long-term solutions for Pacific health, for education and for social welfare issues? And we're absolutely uh, in tune and aligned with the thinking of our community. And, and that's one of the reasons why we're saying that this budget creates economic security for now and for our future as a, as a community. So we're not only providing support in the here and now, um, particularly for those facing the cost of living pressures, but also we've got a we're thinking about carefully managing our spending and keeping debt under control. Uh, and so for Pacific, we're benefiting from the all of government approach that we've heard from the budget today by the Minister of Finance. But then in terms of the long term, for Pacific, in addition to the overarching uh, benefits that arrive from the budget, we've got um, the Pacific will also benefit from Budget 22 providing a Pacific package of funding that is targeted uh, to continue our work in enriching Pacific peoples in Aotearoa, and I'm talking culturally, socially, economically, to continue embedding the all-of-government Pacific well-being approach that we've been working and delivering on from 2019 using our Lalanga Fo goals, and to continue our COVID-19 recovery work and making sure that we're not leaving anyone behind. Now, now uh, getting into some details, now obviously um, early days, so we're just sort of skimming through at this point and looking into some detail. Um, today's budget we're seeing um, in New Zealand includes 76 million New Zealand dollars in operating funding for Pacific Health Services. However, health providers we've spoken to say Auckland alone needs about 200 million. Do you think this is a failure for Pacific Health providers and what they were asking for? Not, not exactly. We're, we're heading, we're delivering on the reform that our Pacific Expert Advisory Group, our Pacific providers have all been a part of, as well as our Pacific community. Uh, in the last year and a half. And so that reform, while the, while the specific is about providing um, money for our Pacific providers, this is unprecedented. Unprecedented $49.9 million for Pacific providers to make sure that we're shifting into new models of care. Um, so that's a, that's a big lift in what our providers have been receiving. And secondly, we're targeting... Um, the ills that the experts have been going on about, that we've got to target um, the diabetes care for the next foreseeable five years, because that leads to a lot of other health problems. But more importantly, um, as we unpack the, the whole health package, you'll see that there's money in for workforce development, there's money in for things like bowel cancer, um, money in for mental health, and all of it is couched in making sure that we have um, a lens, a Pacific lens across it, 
specific leadership leading the charge from right from the top all the way through uh, localities in South Auckland um, and in other parts of New Zealand. Turning to Pacific business now, Pacific business owners felt obviously the mental and emotional pressures from operating under COVID. The funding for Pacific businesses this year, is it slightly less this year compared to last year? And why is that? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, no, I, I'd say to you, when we started this work, it was it was $2 million, um from the Provincial Growth Fund at the end of 2019. We did some testing pilots out in the regions. Then in budget 2021, we got 16 point something million. In this budget, um, what we're ad- doing is adding 15.4 million on top of that money. Because you have to remember, these are funding for four to five years out. And so we're now spending what we did by, we launched the Pacific um, Business Village a couple of weeks ago in Tauranga, where businesses can apply for up to 100 thousand dollars for assets that will ensure that they can respond to extra work and make sure that that their projection uh, are going to be enduring and they're creating jobs for their families as well as for the local community. So this money is to add on top of that money and to make sure that we're looking long term. So we're adding more years to the security of funding for small, uh, medium Pacific businesses. One one final concern from the business community that we saw coming through was concern about transparency, about funds, especially um, they were saying accountability about funds that were going to the Pacific. The allocation, especially of funds going to the Pacific community, uh, was a bit of a, a weakness they they thought is not a strong point for this government. What would you say about that, about the transparency about funds in the Pacific package? I, I would be very careful in accepting that rhetoric, quarry coming from people who are political themselves, and, and I refer to Rachel Kors, who's a candidate for the National Party. And so I, I, I would just say, look, um, yes, this is public money. We are always on top of it. I'm accountable back to the select committee to make sure that we're um, being very transparent in where the money will go. The ministry themselves uh, also, on an annual basis, has to report back to the select committee in Parliament to show um, um, where they've spent the money. Um, every Pacific provider, every Pacific business network, every business that is receiving funding from the public purse also has to be able to provide report, and all of that is um, is audited. And so I'm confident that we've got the systems in place to ensure there's accountability and transparency. After all, it is public investment. But the outcomes we are seeking is for our business to grow, business to provide employment, and to make sure that we're enriching the lives of our Pacific peoples. Turning to uh, a different area now, with the $13.7 million to deliver our Dawn Raid's historical account, yeah. what does this entail? So um, what government has signed off on, and and as part of our commitment at the Dawn Raids apology, was to ensure that we collect um, our Pacific people's stories and that we're getting our artists involved and that we ensure that we have a comprehensive history of the Dawn Raids so that we're able to use that, profile that online, but also use it as part of the foundational work 
um, for our educational curriculum, but also to help the next generation ensure that, um, you know, that the mistakes of the past are, are, are not repeated. I mean, the Pacific population of Aotearoa are an integral strand of the fabric of Aotearoa New Zealand. And the racism um, that, that Pacific peoples experienced during the dawn rage periods caused irreparable trauma and emotional harm. And the fact that our children today are experiencing the same thing, we really need to collectively as a nation address it. And in order to do that, we have to collect this history from people who experienced it, others who uh, who were not Pacific but themselves were affected by it. And so there's a number of um, initiatives within that uh, package that enables not just our people who impacted, but others who have a story to share, including our artists. And so there's a number of packages that will be part of that uh, Dawn Raids um, uh, work. Along the same line, is there anything in this budget for overstays? Already we're hearing some commentators saying it's a missed opportunity. Current, that, current overstays. That's a question for the Minister of Immigration. What I can say to you is that's work that I have raised with the Minister of Immigration. Um, his officials are aware of it, but it is work that's going to take time. The yeah. uh, the eight hundred and forty million for three fifty per person cost of living payments for individuals yeah. earning under seventy k. D- does this exclude people on welfare benefits? Does it, no, because you remember that the the pre announcement prior to the package of lifting uh, the working for families package for families with children. Um, including the lift and superannuation, and then the winter energy payment. What this does is enables to support those, anyone 18 years of old who are earning uh, less than $70,000 are able to get that payment. Thank you so much. I mean, so those are all my, my um, written, written yes. questions. I thought yep. maybe if you'd like to make a final statement on, on the budget and the, the Pacific package. Look, what I'd say is this is, it's been, um, it's an exciting package. We're aware of the challenges. We're trying to respond to the everyday challenges that, that our communities are facing. I can say with hand on heart that our Pacific families will benefit immensely with the overall response to the cost of living pressures. But then more importantly, we're looking to the future. So this package, the targeted approach to the Pacific, will continue our work in enriching Pacific peoples in Aotearoa. We'll continue embedding our all-of-government Pacific wellbeing approach, using our Lalangapur goals, and we'll continue our COVID-19 recovery work to ensure no one is left behind. But we are laying really strong foundations to continue with the first wellbeing budget of 2019. Thank you so much, uh, Minister. Always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you very much.